Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing information nobody asked for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Not too bad, man. How about you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. It's a pretty short turnaround from from last episode, but uh, this is a, a big one for us. This is really exciting. I was going to say, like, we've gone from probably making the worst decision and releasing our last episode the morning of Not Fest <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, over a massive weekend of gigs for people all around the country, uh, to then this week being our like a big milestone for us, I think. Um, yeah, first band on the pod. How about it? Oh man, um, it was a great chat. I had a lot of fun, kind of getting to know Tony and and Hayden. Yeah, really well. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's uh, it was it was really fun. Yeah, I think uh, if you haven't guessed it yet or seen the title of the pod, Alira, uh, the first band on the press conference podcast. Feels pretty crazy to say that. Uh, and yeah, they're a band that I think, like I've simped for <laughs> since, um, like I'm not going to be that guy to say day one, but you know, sent them quite a lot from from early on. And um, I know you've grown to like love them quite a bit as well. Um, yeah. This is an awesome band, awesome dudes, like probably some of the nicest people I've met too. Like every time... Like, I didn't, I didn't know them before Alira, and they didn't know me until like after probably a few gigs and, you know, vinyl things and here and that. But they're just so nice. And, yeah, really appreciate them coming on. Like I said, first band, surreal. Yeah. I back you up on that. They're, uh, they're great dudes, and I've only met Tony through through you or bumped into him just at a couple of gigs. vinyl community, really. It's like, yeah. And, and the vinyl community. And um, it's really cool to see because they're just – Regular dudes with a heap of talent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was awesome getting them on. Obviously, their new song dropped today. I mean, if you're listening to this on Thursday when it drops, their song would have came out this morning. Um, we talk a bit about it in the pod, but yeah, awesome track. Um, great to see them. I could have released some awesome music. Yeah, it was just fun. Yeah, I love the track and we're... Uh... We'll have something else for that as well. So the track is uh, We Will Never Know, and um, it's YouTube only, so we'll have a link to that in the description. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a it's absolute cracking track. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, though, what's been going on? How was your weekend? Uh, pretty low-key weekend gig-wise. I think I we both bitched it a bit this week, didn't we? <laughs> I don't know about bitch there. I was fighting off a cold for, for most of the last, the end of last week. Yeah. And um, had the kids, uh, Lauren went away for the weekend. So just me and the kids, some yeah. early mornings and stuff like that. So I did make it to Fever Shack, unfortunately, but I saw some footage and some photos and yeah, it looked mad. absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, I also, well, I didn't go to NotFest. Um, I was just so exhausted. And like you'd heard me on the pod the last few episodes and, Dave talking to you like nearly every other day. My, my voice was just so cooked and I just wasn't getting over anything. And then went to a bit of a, a, a brewery crawl or pub crawl on Friday um, for a mate's birthday. And then, yeah, decided to take it easy on Saturday. And I, like, I'm so much better off for it. Had a good sleep in, voted, got my democracy sausage up here in New South Wales. It was a good time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I feel so much better for it now. Bit shattered. I missed, um, missed so many of the bands that played. Like it looked amazing, but was the right thing to do. Yeah, you don't want to push yourself too hard because you'll you'll miss more stuff on the other end. No, that's it. Um, have you got? Is it, 
Have you got we got gigs coming up? Like, is there anything happening? <laughs> um, I've only got a ticket to Thrice at this stage. Uh, might get a ticket to uh, Sly Withers at Frankston. Yeah, and Thornhill at Frankston. Yeah, I missed out on tickets for Ocean Grove as well. It's so that down there because that's like, yeah, damn. It's like a 300 cab. It's tiny. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, it would have been awesome to see Bloom there. Yeah. In that tiny room. But um, maybe a ticket will pop up, so I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, I've got a ticket to go to um, Ocean Grove, Bloom, and Deez Nuts in Penrith <laughs> in a few weeks. Yeah, haven't been to a gig there yet, so. But no, it's pretty quiet. And I feel like it ramps up again in like May. May's, May and June are going to be pretty busy, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Where do they play gigs in the riff? It's called Tattersall's Hotel or something. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. How you going? I reckon. Like from from people yeah. that live out there, they're like, "Fuck, the gigs are there." Like you know. So I mean, it must be fucking the joint, you know. So um, it'll be fun. It's on a Thursday though, so um, going to be interesting on the train. But um, what do you do? It'll be all right. Oh, it's not a bad line, that one, actually. I caught the train out there. We had a, a family friend wedding yeah. there and stayed at the Leeds Club. It's an interesting train ride. I um, like it. Yeah. it's um, yeah. I mean, growing up in Werribee, I think I know the kind, so <laughs> I think I'll be all right. But um, no, that'll be a good well, gig. That'll be fun. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, like I said, those like Thornhill Young Lion shows are going to be awesome. N got announced. There's just so many gigs getting announced. Fire got announced today. Look, we're recording this intro on the Wednesday night. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I need to sort out a, a babysitter for End so I can go and see them. And I checked out a couple of the support bands, especially for the Melbourne show, and they're, uh, they're some heavy. Who have you got there? Like, we've got, I haven't listened to Potion yet, but Trench Knife and Slaughter Cult, especially Trench Knife, like, they're, they're fucking mad. Um, yeah. And I'm sure Potion are going to be good too. Like, I need to listen to them. But yeah, I can't yeah, fuck away for that show. Check. I just want Brendan to move to Australia, bring the counterparts boys out, get a bit of a residency going at the Crowbar in Sydney, and that's all you need because I'll come every week and I'll buy five tickets every time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, um, yeah, look, I'd be lying if I could say the word of the second one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, oh, it's Algoa Mort, Mort or something. I don't know. They're... But they're pretty heavy. Yeah, it's uh, pretty incredible to see some some heavy Australian bands in there because we kind of the last few gigs we've been to are kind of seeing the same supports going around. So it's yeah. good to see some fresh blood in there too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, fuck, should we just get into it? Yeah. All right, have fun, everyone. This was like a blast for us. Um, first time interviewing a band. I'm sorry I spoke a lot this episode, Dave. I should have left it open for you, but uh, <laughs> no, it was good. Appreciate Talira as well. Shout out to them. I think Hay- um, Hayden, uh, Tony does cut out a little bit at the end, so it doesn't change too much of the pod in the convo. So, yeah. but um, yeah, it was a good pod. <laughs> yep. Play the smash. Play it.
Welcome, Hayden and Tony from Alira. Hey, Thank you very much. So we're recording this on Sunday, the 26th of March. Um, I think you've got a pretty big week ahead. Um, but before we get to that, what's been going on? How was your weekend? Yeah, pretty good. We played a show last night, uh, AMPM with Clay J. Um, yeah. Clay J, the fucking best band ever. So it's always a good time. Um, Lovely guys too. Oh, they're so yeah. good, right? How was the crowd? Oh, look, Hayden didn't have a microphone for the first half the first half of the first song, so it was great, and then they fixed it. Um, oh, shit. Um, yeah, we sounded bad after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it a big turnout? That, it was pretty good, man. Um, as far as AMPM goes, like, we were definitely the happy with the crowd. Fest as well. Like, yeah. I was yeah. not sure what to expect. I was like, is anyone even going to be willing to come out, like, the night after Not Fest? But we actually had a decent turnout, so I was yeah, pretty nice. Um, where do they have AMPM in Melbourne now? It's not a bang anymore, right? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think there ever was a bang. Um, inflation uh, at the moment, so it's like upstairs on King Street. Um, it's where Cloud Nine is, which oh, is like shit. the dirtiest, the dirtiest spot in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> do they still do Cloud Nine, Tony? I don't know. Uh, I'm too old. Man, I don't know. That's like that's a question for Martin, probably. Yeah, true. <laughs> so That's Martin in a band, he's like an EDM producer as well. Um, and so oh, like, shit. he's all about like that dirty, like electronic music events. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. We see him like going like, like proper doofs and he's there like cutting shapes, full wog spec. It's incredible. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no idea. <laughs> so good. It's the best. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon the best AMP venues like Birdo downstairs by far. Yeah, probably um, downstairs yeah. is the best. Like, inflation, it's it's good. Like, the stage is pretty decent. Um, you only have to lug all your gear and all your merch up, like, four flights of stairs. <laughs> That's rough. Did you ever go to Cloud9, Dave? No. No, I wasn't. Nah. I wasn't in that scene, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I live in an area of the city, so it's not really ideal. Yeah. But I've heard plenty, plenty stories about it. Yeah, we got to play a song at um the band room in Revs next. Yeah, oh. well, actually, I, I got to play there once back in the day. It's a sick room. It's actually really, really good. That's yeah, the room on the left when you walk up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've shot photos That's there. A... It's cool. Fuck. Imagine that. Have they ever been, ever been like, heavy bands play revs? Yeah, I shot um, Priorities there not too long ago. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like It's just encaged by like like a black cage around all the sides of the stage and... It's a cool room. Pretty big. That'd actually be good for like Void of Vision, like full goth rave. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they played in they played at Baby in Ringwood not too long ago, but there's a club next door to Baby called Void, like Void Nightclub. Ooh. I just like, oh, we should have done that. <laughs> they have to play at six a.m. though if they're playing at revs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like get the breakfast shift. I mean, yeah. Run did that two a.m. Cherry Bar show after not fest. Yeah. Oh god. I can't imagine anyone having enough in the tank to go to that. Surely. Cuz what Notfest finished at like 10. So if they're playing at 2, that's like that's like a 4 hour wait between Notfest finishing and then run starting. I don't know how people even go to the the after party straight after. Like I had people in Sydney go last night and it was like pissing down rain all night. I don't know how they went out. But it looked it looked packed, so I've no idea what these people are doing, man. They actually put this powder in a bag that helps people with that. It's, uh... <laughs> 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 Although um, I did the I did the after party after uh, Invasion Fest in Sydney. 
Yeah. So Invasion Fest all day at the Metro was sick, and then we went to Birdo downstairs for the after party. Oh, and Jesus, Jesus Peace, right? Jesus oh. Peace played the set, yeah. Yeah, shit. And like, what was that like? Dude, it was sick. It was so good. Because um, everyone was just hyped from Invasion Fest, and then you just went to like another show. Yeah. Um, but that finished at 11.30, and the last train home was like 11.52. So like, Soul Jesus Peace, like, you know, did a stage have the last song. Kicked some people in the head, got punched in the face, and then like sprinted yeah. to the train station. <laughs> and that's not a that's not a close run. Like that's a pretty decent hike. That's like a K. I was just like, I'm not missing this. This is like the sickest thing ever. Yeah. But also, I want to go home. <laughs> so were you still living in Sydney when when Invasion Fest was was up here? Yeah, yeah. I um, how long have I been in Melbourne for? Like three years now. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe has it been three? Because I feel like you moved to Melbourne. I would say about seven months before the band like went public. It was right before. Yes, yeah, so maybe two and a half, three years. It was right before like the lockdowns got bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you Rough. you snuck in just before borders closed, and then you were fucking trapped. Dude, <laughs> it, it was That's sick. So I just bad. I was living with our guitarist Mark at the time, and we had a, an extra bedroom, so we had a three bedroom house. So we had a bedroom each, and then we just built, like, a gaming room. So we both had our desks and our PCs in yeah. there. We put, like, fans in because it would heat up too much. Oh, and, um, bad. yeah, we just play League of Legends for, like, six hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is actually the best way to get through lockdown. Seriously, you just yeah. bunker down with your mates and just, just game. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, well, the thing is, COVID fucked us over while we were like preparing for launch. We had music videos booked and then um, restrictions came in because we were flying our videographer in from Brisbane. Everything had to yeah. get cancelled. Um, working with Elliot Sauvage. Um, and yeah, like we're just like, fuck it. We've got like a week off work anyway. Um, and we set up like a LAN party at my house. Like we got the <laughs> living room table in the in, like the main like living area of the house. Like moved the couch out and everything, and just had like eight PCs going. <laughs> it was oh, pretty good. I miss LAN parties, man. They that was so good back in the day. Keep the dream alive, baby. Yeah, I know. Invite some mates uh, over. Yeah, well, I can't believe you moved to Melbourne right before lockdown because I moved to Sydney the second year before Sydney had the bad lockdowns and. Going from a house to an apartment was, I, I hated it. One of the yeah. worst years of my life, I reckon. But would, would have been rough for sure. Sydney's good. You like in Melbourne? Do you miss Sydney? Nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne's way better. <laughs> um, fuck. Well, actually, since you brought it up, I mean, how long you were kind of waiting for when the band kind of went public? How, how, long, how long was that run? Because it was kind of like a lockdown thing. I guess, what was that like? Oh, man, so... When, so the band was conceptualized, I think in 2018 or something like that. Like, I I mean, kind of before that, but like it kind of became a real thing with songs in like 2018 and then personal issues, like life drama. We eventually got to the point where I was like, okay, we're just going to fucking do this. We went, um, to Chris Vernon. Well, when I say we, it was pretty much just me and Chris Vernon, like in a room, like, like, just going full, like (laughs) ape mode. Um, for a few weeks and we made the record and then, um, yeah, then after that, it was like a lot of figuring out like, how are we going to make the band thing happen? We finally like, okay, this is who we're going to go with for the video. This is who's like going to be doing what Tony's like, I mean like the story of Tony, I think we've told this on other podcasts, but Tony like 
was like as a joke because he never played bass before. I was like, oh, um, let me join your band. I'm like, yeah, move to Melbourne. You can join the band. And then he's like, all right, I'll do it. And then he fucking did it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I guess yeah. he's in the band. <laughs> yeah, I was I was moving. You were like you like play. Uh, you can play bass. And I was like, okay. And you're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. It worked out because um, now we don't have to pay anyone to make our music videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, the first practice we ever did, ever did, um, was at mine and Mark's place, and, like, I was so nervous, <laughs> and we're just, like, sitting on the floor in our lounge room, and, like, we're just playing unplugged, like, two guitars and bass, and Hayden's singing and screaming into a pillow so it doesn't piss off the neighbours. So that was so fun. <laughs> and yeah. we're just like, we're just like, yeah, that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> The pretty good guys. Yeah, but back to back to when the the story that we were telling before, like the ADHD guys that you decided to bring in a podcast, started derailing yeah. the conversation. Um, we were, yeah, we were like, okay, we can figure out who's going to do it, and then we booked everything in, uh, and COVID was starting to ramp up. But like, oh, it's all right, we can still like get around, uh, and that was when lockdown kicked in like properly for the first time, um, and we had to cancel everything. Oh, yeah, videographer couldn't come down. We couldn't like go anywhere. We almost the whole thing. We almost flew the whole band to Brisbane because it was easy. The restrictions were easier up there. It was like well, let's like, just we can't get back. We can't get back, and then like we'd have two days to sort out all like new shooting locations and shit. Would have been a mess. Yeah, well, it ended up working out that way, kind of anyway in the end because all the <laughs> other bullshit. But yeah, we 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 uh we had to cancel. Um, and then we canceled like a second time as well because um everything was fucked but then as i was cancelling stuff we got like a, a tweet come through from the queensland government that made it okay again and we're like oh my god thank fuck because we would have had to get like a new videographer it was a whole there was it was an absolute nightmare but um to be to be frank from the time when we were like okay we're gonna do this and from uh until when we actually got everything ready for launch it was only about eight months and that was like with all of the fucking around as well so i think it was pretty good can't complain it's a pretty quick turnaround, I reckon. I mean, when you tell the story, I feel like it's like years. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. Yeah. I think that would have been. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, like year the... seven in high school. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're old as fuck. We're we're all 27 besides Corey. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. At merch last night, we were talking to this lovely couple, um, <laughs> and like we're chatting to him for a while, and then I think I we were talk- started talking about our jobs, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I'm a teacher," and the girl's face just like drops. She's like, what do you teach? I'm like, oh, I teach high school. Uh, high school kids. She's like, this is fucked. I'm in year 12. <laughs> she's, oh, like, you, she's, like, you, she's like, you can be my teacher. I'm like, oh no. That's <laughs> pretty cursed. Yeah, that's actually pretty fucked when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, they bought some shirts, so it's all good. Yeah, and if I they mean, didn't buy a shirt, we would have given them detention, so. Yeah, I would have emailed, I would have used my government email address <laughs> and be like, hello. <laughs> This is Mr. Do, Taylor do, speaking. That's weird. Do your students know that you're in a band? Yeah. So how we get our views. <laughs> 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 gotta get those monthlies up. <laughs> oh, dude, one of my one of my mates at work, and he'll never listen to this. He's got his own like little acoustic thing, and yeah. he has three songs, and he made his class all put them on their Spotify and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But now there's um. Yeah, there's some kids that are actually into it, which are cool. Uh, like, one of my year eight students, she was listening to Dark Throne the other day. I was like, yeah, nice. they did a double take, and I was like, what's that? 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is sick. We started talking about music. Um, but most of the kids love it, which is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, he's the cool teacher. Yeah. You're so Man. cool, Tony. I just want them to know I'm a regular person, not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, Dave, but my teachers at school, they were like, they did like cover band at the local pub. <laughs> and it was, oh. um, it was, it was very odd when we kind of turned 18 and went to the, the pub in Bacchus Marsh and it was, it was a weird experience. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, one of our teachers married one of the students. That's the only thing that happened from Wait, school. What? Oh man, that's sick. Like I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> well, Hayden, you're marrying one of your students <laughs> next week. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, uh, my, my missus is a teacher too. So yeah. Oh, so got the... in 10 days. 10 days, man. That's going to be great. He doesn't know we're playing a set at the reception yet. <laughs> Not, a oh. chance. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Walking down the aisle and they just start throwing down. Fuck, I don't think oh, yeah, no, like... I'll, I'll be throwing up. There's definitely, there's definitely, <laughs> definitely going to be like a, an emo-heavy sort of song at the reception. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. We've, ju- we've got to sort it out. Like, the... <laughs> Like, the, the playlist is kind of, like, set up. Because we've got a DJ, but, like, you give him, like, a playlist to get, like, the vibe of, like, what you want. Yeah. Um, and we've, like, we've kind of, like, laid it out. A couple normies for the oldies and then a couple, you know, like, yeah. intermediary kind of, like, 2000s for everyone. And then, like, some, you know, degenerate shit at the end for the rest of losers. Yeah, nice. Dude, you should have got Jason Berger to DJ. <laughs> we actually oh, almost did. We, all, we almost did. Like, me and Kirsty were, like, oh. trying to hook it up. But it's just, like... Like... For, for for like the wedding part, like for like the last like hour of reception, it'll be cool. But for the rest of it, we'll guess something. Who are job. these? Who are these two dickheads? Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> Why do they keep playing fucking two two thousand bangers? <laughs> Why does Jace keep on putting on songs from the first Parkway Drive album? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! There's surely a market for a, a heavy wedding band out there. Oh, definitely. It's surely a market for it. Yeah, we'd play 100%. a wedding. I'd play a wedding. I got asked to play a wedding. Um, back when I was like playing shows with my acoustic project, um, uh, I played like some show with uh, I think it was Parkwood and fuck who else was it? Know, it was ages ago. Um, this was just before lockdown, and that was like the first show. Pissed off. Like two days later, I get an email. Hey, do you want to play our wedding? <laughs> 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 okay hooked it all up sorted everything out learnt the set I this is what I I asked for 200 bucks that was it I was like I don't know what to charge this I'll, I'll do it for yeah, 200 yeah, bucks yeah. wedding singer like minimum rate is like a thousand bucks but like they're just like 200 bucks fuck yeah alright let's go <laughs> um and I, I learnt the whole thing it was like a massive time sink and then COVID was like no thanks I was like oh, now I know all these wedding songs okay cool oh damn that's, That's wild. Two hundred bucks is way too little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll now do it, know... not realizing what I was actually signing up for. Yeah. Now you know when someone says wedding, you just put another zero on the end. And oh, I've, I've fu- I fucking figured that out. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I still, I still got to learn that. I got to what if I add an extra zero to the Leary videos I'm doing? It's still zero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, oh, oh, go on. I was gonna say I was talking to someone the other day um, about it, and they were just like, you know, I think bands should like pay the creatives in their bands for the work they do. And I was just like, 
I get that to an extent, but if we had to pay like you and Hayden and Corey for how much time they spend riding, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you get the debacle that Parkway had where they um, didn't pay pie anything, and then yeah, like they got stuck. Yeah. All that we'll, stuff. We'll wait twenty years rough. for the Alira Australian Australian story. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just going to be like um, like a tragic tale of how, you know, Tony and I went from best mates to worst enemies, um, holding each other at knife point yeah, so in the we car just, park of a Denny's. We just play it um, that no one makes money and everyone loses money in the band, and that seems to be working out pretty terribly <laughs> yeah, so well. far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck me. I, being in a band sounds like hard work. I mean, everyone I talk to, I just feel like, fuck them. Mad respect for people that like hustle with it because I yeah, think they're all hard. dickheads. Every single one of them is like, how how few brain cells you got to have to be like, if I just keep pouring money into this fire, this this burning fire made out of money, maybe yeah. there will be money one day. Well, I don't know. Maybe Alpha will figure it out. So that's still better than my old car. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cars do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck, so actually speaking about videos and then music then, so you've got a new song coming out maybe yesterday from the time this comes out. Yeah, when um, are we putting this up? I don't know, Thursday night or Friday morning? song comes out Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, after the song yeah, comes so out. Yeah, the song, the song will be out. Um, yeah, so we did like a bit of a um, cryptic teaser campaign thing um, with a bit of help from some friends. But um, I don't know, we'll see if anyone actually... Uh, you know, got the memo on that, or if we kind of did a shit job, we'll find out. But um, we got like this thing, like says, you know, does this make you feel anything? And yeah, for a yeah. new song, it's pretty cool. Um, we did everything ourselves on that one, so pretty much the only thing we really got external help on was we did some vocal recording with Chris Vernon, and then he mixed and mastered. Apart from yeah. that, we recorded everything, we wrote everything, we did the video ourselves. It's um, amazing. Which is the first time we did it, and we didn't fuck it up, I don't think. Well, time will tell. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you fucked it up. I think it's pretty awesome. (laughs) They were texting each other this week being like, fuck, this is really good. Um, Yeah, we tried to go for a different style with it all. Um, It was like, let's just do something that just looks like a bit more artistic. Um, It's almost like, like an enhanced visualizer rather than a music video. If we're being completely yeah, honest, I like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, something different. Like that's the goal, and I think we've yeah. done it. Because we're like, oh, what? It, how can we not spend money but still make a video? Because <laughs> we, we spent we spent a whole heap of money and like so much time on the last one. Like the yeah. the last one that we did with Oliver Clark um, from June Labs. Mm. Like, I think it's like the best thing that we've made. And I think the song's awesome. And I think the video's awesome, but the amount of stress that was involved in that whole process was like ridiculous. And cause like working on like very tight schedules, like the venue that we had for the main part of the video, mm. which is like in that big theater, we yeah. had, how many hours did we have Tony? Was it was it like four, four, hours? four hours. Yeah. I think it might've yeah. been less. I think it might be three hours. Cause we, Oh no, we had from 8 PM till midnight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we did what was essentially what, you would usually schedule for like doing over two days. We did that in four hours. Mm. It was fucked up. The, the shot list was like meticulously like, um, like, like written and planned out to the minute pretty much with like scene changes 
like we only like we were like sp- literally sprinting carrying like lighting rigs up and down <laughs> stairs and shit it was a fucking nightmare um cory cory broke his thumb i like Fuck. accidentally threw my guitar into the air at one point because i did a spin and the strap really, came off my shoulder so my bass just really went flying had, up we really only had like one take or two takes for every single thing so i was like whatever we did it had to be sick like on the first try yeah so yeah and then so i guess in yeah a lot of pressure so this video clip tony was mentioning before the call you filmed this in uh your garage is that right yeah yeah this is like complete pole opposite we're just like that's sick let's take all the things it's that like made that experience really difficult and just like do the opposite. So we're just like, yeah, what, like we, like, I remember we went into the meeting cause we had a meeting about it. Like, you know, what kind of ideas can we do where we can like execute an interesting, unique idea, but without having a whole heap of, um, you know, extra variables to make it difficult. Yeah. Um, and who was the black room idea? Was that you? Uh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you credit for it. <laughs> but speaking of all that, like, here's the catch. It was still really fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> it was Tony's first time doing a music video. Um, yeah. Um, how long did that one take you to film? Uh, so we were recording vocals Saturday and Sunday. And, like, everyone in the band is so busy at the moment. Corey was on tour with Bellhaven. Um, mm. You know... Um, had the Bali holiday like immediately after so oh, yeah. had to do it that weekend. Martin had to go get on the session Bali. Yeah. Um, I think I was like just shooting a million gigs and everyone works as well. So yeah. we did it on a Thursday and a Friday afternoon and it happened to be during the heat wave. Oh, I was about to say, oh, that was my next question was it hopefully it wasn't through that, that, that temperature. That so, literally yeah. the, the two hottest days. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And, like, In a garage. Five dudes in a garage. Yeah. Oh the camera was God. like on the verge of overheating. It was yeah. like, yeah, it was not good. But well, yeah, fuck it, it looks good. It looks really yeah. good. It looks awesome. We, we, we're, like, we're like, oh yeah, we got to do it after work. So we finish work. We go into the garage and we were there from like 8 p.m. until like, oh no, like 7 p.m. until about 1, 2 in the morning on a work night. Shit. It was not good. Yeah. Shit, and then. Yeah, Martin also crashed his car into my garage. <laughs> How do you manage that? Oh, dude, he's got like he's got like the nicest car in the band by far. He's got like a nice like Honda Civic, like Type R. Yeah. Um, Shows and money. He, yeah, so he was like backing it in front of my garage to unload his drum kit. I load his drum kit in, and he thought he left it in gear, but it was in neutral. So he just gets oh, out man. and it just rolls into the brick the bricks. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was trying That's to. Something. He was trying to play it down, but it sucked. We were all eating pizza, and I was like, that was just a car crashing into my garage. <laughs> and everyone's like, nah. Like, nah, I've been in, enough, I've been in a car crash. I know what it sounds like. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the video looks sick. I think the song's awesome. Uh, how long have you been sitting on this one for? Not that long. Um... I kind of said to the boys because we had we had some stuff lined up, and as plans go, they you know kind of fall apart a bit, especially when organizing shit with other bands and shit falls through. So we're like, oh, we need to like do some shit so that we can like go into the back half of the year with actually stuff to do. Because um, mm. I because with my marriage uh, and wedding and honeymoon, um, like we were just gonna have like a big dead spot that didn't have anything either side we're like oh we need to figure this out real quick so yeah. um 
like I was like to the guys, look, this is our timeline. Um, we need to like fit, like we're, we're working on songs, but like we need to finish two at least mm. before I, I leave for the wedding. Um, so that we can like have things ready to go. And we got this one ready. Um, just in time pretty much and we're like cool studio time do the music video so pretty much from the time that the song was written until now it's been like what two months yeah if that yeah Shit. that's quick it's yeah. a good turnaround yeah yeah yep um because yeah we just need to get stuff done so at the time of this going up i will be close to my wedding day but yeah like i'm gonna be away for the entire like promotional cycle and then we come back in time for the tour with Haraway. well we, we come back in, t- in time just for a sick show as well before that because yeah the, well, the show be announced be, yeah oh, i should be announced actually yeah, yeah, yeah um um yeah so to announce that tonight but it got pushed <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we're i think it's about three days after hating gets back from europe um we're playing with bad juju for their single launch yeah um Ooh, nice. at the burgie band room New so one. that that new 200 cap venue that just opened up near Stay Gold. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we're playing. We're opening that up for um, Bad Juju and Outloved. So yeah, that one's gonna be that's awesome. That's a great lineup. Yeah, dude, we got we got the offer and we we're like, this is mad. This is like, yeah, that's so really good. The timing is so good because we were worried we'd have a, a dead spot. Um, yeah. Before tour, but like, it just slots in so perfect. So shout out to those bands. They're both sick. Shout out to Lily for putting us on. Um, yeah, nice. And yeah, we're going to be playing that, playing some is new, Lily new doing, material. Nice. Is Lily doing promo for there? Uh, she manages Bad Juju, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, does she? Right, okay. Yeah, man. When's that show? I might have to, uh, have to come down at some point to pick up a car that I'm buying. You know, I'm trying to figure out when I might <laughs> work around gigs and stuff. So, <laughs> Yeah, that one is on the Saturday, the 29th of April. Oh, it's my mum's um, birthday that weekend too. Maybe that'll work out as well. <laughs> what car are you picking up? Oh, I just afford Focus to something. I don't have a car at the moment. I saw it when uh, I okay. moved. And yeah, uh, yeah my, uncle's, my uncle's dad sold his car. So um, they hit me up and they're like, it's, it hasn't done many Ks. You should buy it. So I'm like, fuck, all right. But yeah, we'll I get just, you a, I'm, we'll, I'm dreading. We'll get you a car sticker. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I've, got, I've actually got like... Um, I've got like a few, I think, already. And I'm just like waiting for a car so I can put them on. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, that's what um, pedestrians' cars are for. You just go out to the street downstairs and start promoting, you know? Yeah, but uh, like, it's good promo, but what if they, they're they like, what's the covenant? And they Google it and they come to you. Like, put stickers on my car. I don't, yeah, think, they, I don't think they're getting to us if they Google the covenant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I mean, Dave, like we were talking before about we we're keen to ask you about like the process of writing music, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, so is there like, do you, all of you guys just get together in a room or is there like, I think you mentioned the th- uh, three names earlier that, uh, that really put the work in or has that kind of evolved over the last, last year or so? Yeah, sure. So with the EP, it was, um, between me, uh, Chris, like our producer like put in a whole heap of work into like making those songs what they were i kind of came with the skeleton we had an old guitarist named jack who um brought a lot of the ideas to the table that ended up going into the ep um but then when Corey came on board that was when um 
like we actually started being able to like do collaborative writing properly. Um, mm. And as it stands at the minute, and with this song, uh, Corey kind of comes to the table with some ideas. Um, then usually I'll sit down with Corey and we'll like start fleshing out the song. He'll be like, this part is cool, but I don't know what to do next. I'm like, okay, let's try doing this or that. Or I'll be like, this sucks, but that's good. And then it'd be like, what? No, it, it, that that's the good part and that's the shit part I'm like no you got it backwards shut up um and we kind of figure it out and we from there martin because like i was saying before he's got like a um strong like edm like background he brings like post-production and obviously he's a drummer mm. so he's like able to like make things because Corey likes to write drum parts where you need like four hands to play a part um and, and martin and martin comes in like no let's do something human actually um yeah. And like we kind of figure that out, and then yeah, just between the three of us, we end up coming to the finished product, uh, more or less. And then mm. in the past, we've gone to CV for like some like pre-pro kind of stuff. Like he'll like you know be like, okay, let's change up these parts of the songs, or whatever. But we found that with the last song and with other stuff, like we haven't really had like much to do with him. So we're like, uh, let's see how we go doing this by ourselves this time. Mm. Um, I think it turned out alright. I think the song's pretty cool. It's not yes. like super traditional structure or anything like that, but I feel like it's got some, some good flow. It starts heavy. I liked it. It kind of like yeah. punches you in the face as soon as you press play. I think it's, I think it's real nice. Yeah. We, um, yeah. we don't really play Harudo much anymore. So we want that song in this set where it's just like, you can throw down if you want. Um, yeah. The really high energy kind of thing. Yeah. Hardcore song. Yeah. Um, oh, we recorded some gang vocals in it and the whole time it was in like the demo process. Uh, Corey was just like, no, we're not doing gang vocals. And me and Hayden were like, yes, come on, gang vocals, let's go. So we're in the studio recording vocals and Corey left to get lunch. (laughs) And I was like, Chris, Chris, bro. (laughs) And he was like, gang vocals suck, we're not doing it. And I'm like, no, Chris, we're paying you money, we're doing it. (laughs) He he was like that until we told him it was for like, fuck with Corey. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm on board. (laughs) (laughs) but then we did it i was like oh it actually it kind of works because we we did the gang vocal and um tony screaming on top of it um it's for that line in like the first part it was like we are the most weak there's like a gang vocal behind it um Mm. and yeah eat shit Corey. (laughs) (laughs) no i think i think it panned out really well um and i think as well tony like dave and i especially we're, we're talking about it's like a bass solo as well, like a mad riff kind of in between, like a bit of the tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like these songs, like the bass is just getting better every every track that you guys release. <laughs> Corey writes the bass, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> take all the credit, bro. Just take it. Nah. I mean, look, Tony did the video, so it's just like, you can have that. Dude, I, I, I can play I play that bass. I make it. I make it what it is. <laughs> <laughs> And so you just quickly, so how long did, I was just backtracking a bit too as well with the whole bass thing. How long did it take you to learn the songs, I guess, from? Uh, I was kind of really depressed before I left Sydney. So um, I yeah. just like sat in my room, walked, it was like kind of half lockdown. So I like walked my dog, played some video games and played bass. So that was nice. like every day I just spent a few hours learning it. Um, and I ended up learning them because Hayden sent me the guitar profile, which is like the tabs for it. And it starts with Harudo, so I was like, I'll just start from the beginning. Like, never playing bass before, going into the 200 (laughs) beats per minute song. I was like, uh, nah. 
So I think I started learning like my pain or failure first. Um, but just built yeah. it up. So it was pretty, it was pretty good. And like, I'm pretty handy at learning the songs now, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. You've, uh, you've gone from, uh, I would like to say incontinent to now competent. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I've probably been playing bass for two years now, maybe a little bit more, two and a half years. Yeah. Um, Feels good adding the singing, adding the screaming into the mix really like threw me for a hot minute because you just need to completely yeah. like rework the way your brain works when you're doing it all. Yeah, doing vocals and playing an instrument at the same time, it's it's a yeah. whole different thing. It's like spinning a plate while like, you know, balancing it on a stick kind of thing. Yeah, and I've only yeah. been doing like proper like harsh vocals I think- for the last six months to like a year. Like, with technique and thinking about what to do, I got a few lessons from Ami, I get tips from Hayden. But when I'm stepping up to the mic, I'm playing, I'm like, okay, now, breathe in, like, put my face in the shape, and, yeah. I'm so proud of my my little little champion (laughs) over there. Back before, he was just shrieking, and now he's screaming. Look at him go. (laughs) I mean, I, I I could do four shows in a row on tour, and you couldn't, so. Yeah, fuck. That was... I'd have to yeah. say though that uh, feature you did with some her trouble on on Saturday at Parish Fest was absolutely ripped. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, it was yeah, you blew it yeah. away. Yeah, I scream really loud, so whenever I do a guest spot, it just like because it's set up for the other person's microphone, so it's just like the loudest thing in the room, which is cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm keen. I'm going on tour with them at the end of the week, so I'll be doing that across. I was gonna say across the country. <laughs> Melbourne, Sydney, and Canberra. <laughs> oh, shit. So you, you'll be in Sydney next Friday? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'll see you there. <laughs> um, no, but I, I was going to say... But, yeah, I think... I'll be lagging a bit. Lagging. Fuck, I'm he so He just sorry. went to check he, his calendar. He's keen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my will be at that show on Friday. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, yeah, so we'll move on. So you guys just signed to, to Lost Soul Booking, so that's a, a pretty big thing as well because that'll get you guys a lot more exposure than kind of trying to do it yourselves as well. I feel like the big thing is just like having another person in the room that's like on side, understands what we're trying to do and is like helping us out with it because there is so many facets to running a band Um and like we we do pretty much everything that we can DIY. Like we design all of our own merch, we run our own website, we do everything. Um, and like having someone else being able to like just take a piece of that pie away and like um, you know actually properly focus on it and not have to split that task because like you know back when we were doing bookings, it's like you know, I might be working on bookings one day, but then like, you know, something else comes up, but I've got to jump on that. And like having someone where it's just, that's their sole thing. They're just like looking at opportunities. We get to discuss things with them and be like, Hey, we're thinking this could be cool. And you can just kind of like take that away and like make something happen. Um, it, it just, yeah, it's a very well received and needed addition to the team. hundred percent. Yeah. And someone that we, tr- and Josh is also a legend. That's what I was going to say. Someone that we trust as well. Like we have, no worries at all when it comes to that stuff when we hand it to Josh. Just like, yeah, he's going to do right by us and it's a great feeling. It's really good. And then yeah, sometimes talk. sometimes you just tell us like we're, like, we're thinking like crazy people when we bring him something. He's like, nah, dog. 
And he got us more money, which is nice. He got paid more than what we usually get paid for a show that he that he got us on. I'm like, oh, this is sick. That's good because he can kind of leverage it. And he'd be like, well, you want to get him again? Just bump that price up. Like it's just like that's what they do. They're they're just kind of working your back pocket a little bit. Yeah, he's I feel got- like it's a bit easier as well to like negotiate because it's like we're not asking, he's asking. So we're just like, oh, like. Like we don't deserve more money, but then we've got this man in the middle who's just like, give him the fucking money, and we're like, yeah, let's get it, mate, let's go. Yeah, I think like we've played interstate shows before for less than two hundred dollars. Um, yeah, that's fucked. And see, so, like you know, that doesn't even cover petrol. So mm. having someone that kind of knows, like how all the booking stuff works, and isn't afraid to like ask for a bit more money sometimes. Because in our heads, we're like, if we ask for more money, what if they say no and they get another band? Whatever. He's like, nah, they want you to play, like, they still want you to play if even if I send this email. Yeah. And he he's like, it's it doesn't come across as being personal from him. It's like more of a business decision as well. So he can he can factor all that stuff in and, and it's really not... He's acting on your best interests as well. So the, the promoters on the other end will be able to, to kind of pick, on, pick up on that as well, which is sick. Yeah, sick. So instead of uh, losing a hundred bucks, we break even. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not just an Illyria thing. Like every band, like deserves to be paid more. But there's just the way the industry is, and yeah, the arts. The art sector doesn't exactly get the same kind of funding that it does in other parts of the world. Like in, in mainland Europe, there's like a lot more, you know, capital investment into into live music to make sure the culture is like an important mm. thing so i guess being australian we just need to eat shit um well, that's cool i like tasting shit it's pretty good at least they don't take cuts as many cuts as them on our merch <laughs> that's true that's true yeah i was reading the, the european one that's like 25 percent and then 20 percent vat and um like what are you what are you supposed to do with that you just take pre-orders or something and just divvy them out click and collect before the show so yeah. you don't have to take any merch in I think those ones were um because it was an external company at the venue that was selling all the merch but yeah. then yeah they were paying them the cut and then they were, then they had to still pay all the tax from the merch sales too but yeah it's yeah, ridiculous it's a shame because if you don't have merch at the venue like you're gonna sell less just the nature of it because some some people are just hyped after a set and want to buy something to show their appreciation Whereas once they go home and that those emotions aren't there as strongly, it might not happen. Yeah. Um, but last night, none of the other bands had merch and we had the whole table set up. It was so sick. <laughs> We're like, oh, you want to buy some Clay J merch right over here? Yeah, and Tim was like, <laughs> Tim's like, we didn't have merch. Go buy Lyra's merch. I'll, I'll scribble on it if you want me to. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Man, Tim got so... Ca- I didn't realise how fucking, like... <laughs> incredibly in shape Tim got I was just like I was looking at his body I'm like damn yeah me and Hayden were just damn girl your body ridiculous we were like, standing side stage looking at Tim's abs being like ooh <laughs> what is, what am I back by the way can you all hear me yeah you're back yeah yeah, yeah you're, back. Back. you're back sorry lads cannot believe um, you've done this this is Sydney internet <laughs> fuck I've, I've been hot spotting as well my internet in my building sucks but anyways um I do want to echo Tim is a very handsome man and his abs are just fucked. <laughs> man cut like a gem. Absolutely. Um, 
I missed a bunch of that convo, so I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking so, about? So we talked about Lost Soul bookings and, uh, right. and some merch stuff. Um, so with this new song, is is this another collab with, with Alex and Stiffcut? Well, we let I us mean, out. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alex, 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 yeah, Alex, pro- <laughs> Alex helped us promote it. Um, and uh, yeah, like everything that we do with Alex, it's just like always like a pleasure. He's the best dude and he yeah. like supports the shit out of us. So um, look, I, I, I want to say that we will be continuing to work with Alex in the future and yeah, may not necessarily be for this exactly, but um, we've got stuff in the works. Okay. If you if you look th- if you look through the cracks, you might be able to see something else. <laughs> um, yeah, Dave, you went straight for it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like to flirt. He's just <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> those those little uh, teaser leads, which I'm I'm assuming I've put two together now that I've kind of seen a bit more. Yeah, that that was that was nice. That was a good little little uh, piece. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. You want to explain it, Tony? I, I was going to say, like, actually, Bonner's been, he's been sitting on those acetates for so long. He's kind of had them from when he started mm. doing lathes. So, um, he was like, oh, oh should really? we do, like, the Illyrate back when we were pressing the EP? He's like, should I do, just do it on the lathes and, like, send it out to the boys? I was like, no, mm. think, 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 think of something cooler. And then we came up with this teaser thing, and he's suggesting, like, maybe a tape or just a normal cut record. I'm like, dude, what about those acetates you've got lying around? And he's like, oh, shit. Nice. Um, so I don't know how much everyone knows about those, but they degrade. So you get about yeah. you get about 20 plays out of them before it'll be unplayable again. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like a message that like self-destructs after you read it, I guess. Um, That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. So I, wasted two of those like sen- I wasted two of those listens sending you an audio recording, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He, sh- he should have played them like 18 times each. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like it, it's such a big statement receiving like a, a a record in the mail for free. I feel like people would would, would have been like, what the actual fuck is this? So, yeah. I, I hope yeah. it worked. Yeah. We, we did feel kind of bad for um the people that got it from overseas because they obviously have to pay shipping. But like we made sure it was very clear, like it's at your own risk. Shipping prices can't mm. be helped. Um, but yeah. hopefully what they get from it is worth it. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a cool bit of bit of memorabilia, a bit of merch. Yeah, it's it's very cool, yeah. I thought. Um Yeah. You're very I'm... good at with coming up with ways to kind of hype things up and create suspense and, and all that kind of stuff. So they may like people may be able to guess, but I don't know if it's that actually easy to, to kind of pick up what's going on as well. Can I, yeah, I can't, I, oh, you guys go. No, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, I like. I've seen like a bunch of people like guess a bunch of different things for it. Um, one of my mates, um, oh, not just one of my mates, a few of my mates, they're in this thing called Valkyrie, and people think it's like them launching. They're not ready to go yet, but I was just like, because I've got a group chat with them, I was just like, have you guys fucking seen this? This is so funny. I think it's you. <laughs> uh, nothing will beat when we first launched the band, and everyone thought it was like Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, I was so hyped. There's no, one, no other bands were doing stuff as well, so it was like so easy for us to just get everyone's attention. Yeah, a bit hard yeah. now. Yeah, that was wild. That whole launch, I think, was pretty wild. Did we had someone um, like, change? 
Sorry, I was going to say, we had someone change like, their cover photo to the teaser poster and being like, this is you, bring me the horizon, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we had a, we were chatting, we are like, do we message the student and tell them it's like, just us? <laughs> <laughs> but um, he ended up being like a fan and then like, we replied to one of his stories being like, yo, thank you so much. We've mm. seen how much you've been sharing it around. I know it's not what you hoped it was, but we hope you still like it. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, it was good that they were a fan, though. Imagine if they weren't, and it was just like they went for me, and then... No, if they weren't, it would have been better. It would have been so much funnier. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, that's good. Um, fuck, so, uh, well, I kind of briefly mentioned to Tony earlier, um, obviously, like, on, on our pod, we do like to talk to people that do come on about, you know, what their musical influences and things like that. Um I don't know if you want to talk about your influences as a band or whether it be these new songs. Um, but yeah, we're just really keen to know about like what, what kind of influenced, yeah, any of that really um, with your songwriting choices and musical style and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, like in terms of like what the main influences are, it's pretty much whatever me and Corey are listening to. And at the yeah. moment, um, we have a playlist uh, which is entirely comprised of like Nintendo core bands from 2009 and like, um, you know, old school metal core and like, yeah. just, just pretty much like the kind of shit that really should have like died in 2009, but we're like desperately trying to bring back to life. Yeah. Um, ripping off, um, I don't know, bands like Auden Ashes and shit like that. Um, yeah. I think for the most part, we, we don't, have like a massive sound that sounds like that but like we definitely steal a yeah. lot of ideas from that kind of era um, like, that doesn't surprise me because i said today when i first like saw you guys live i'm like these guys could if they wanted to write like traditional screamo brand band from like the mid to early 2000s they like could Alessandra do that. type yeah. shit yeah. Yeah, yeah i like i started so when when matt left the band and i was like doing more of the screams i was also like at the same time like starting to rip off like that Alisana like high scream thing and so now yeah. I just started putting in the songs and it's like it's the best shit like whenever yeah. I riff it out live people are just like oh what the fuck and I'm like yeah, yeah. it is it is that that's that brand of like 2000 screamer that you were hearing right now yes it is yeah oh, I cut my teeth in that and as soon as I heard you guys I was like I'm f- I'm 15 again listening to like Thursday Silverstein yeah. from Autumn yeah, Ashes and like this yeah. fits straight in and like I'm I'm so here for it yeah, I'll, it's good. It's good. I'll send Hayden songs from time to time for the playlist, and he's just like, "Bro, they're already in there." <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck. But I guess like when my little segue from there, when I like first started screaming, I pretty much sounded like a really bad version of like Brian Garris from Knocked Loose. <laughs> you um, have demos with that on there somewhere. Nah, like, nah. Tony here in like, a little bit. Oh, bro, Disney I'm gonna hardcore. send him. Um, Oh, you know, was it You Know Best? Is that the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so before Tony moved down, he came over to mine for like a little like a little trial run of Melbourne. Um, and for the, like on the last day that he was here, like him, like knowing two, gu- uh, two chords <laughs> on guitar and like zero ability to sing is like, oh, let's make a song. Oh, uh, bullshit. You pushed, you were the one that was like, let's make a song. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, you're the, you're the- <laughs> You're the one who pushed me. I was like, oh, do you really want to do this? Like, this is going to be kind of scuffed. You're like, yeah, all right, let's go. Pulled out the guitar. 
I was like, you record at least one one <laughs> guitar chord on this. And so I got him to record one one fucking chord at a time, two of the chords that are like at the start of the song. I was like, all right, just give me the guitar, I'll do the rest. Oh, Pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, sitting around your kitchen bench with, um, I think they'll Melbourne bit of long necks. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think we got like the sample of opening the beer bottle to start the yeah, song. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's the- going to come out one day, surely. Yeah. No, no way. <laughs> yeah. So Hay- that had gang vocals. It did have gang vocals, yeah. Um, and Hayden was just like, yeah, you're not you're not screaming on a lyra until you get better at screaming. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, well, you're oh, we pretty good there. now. I think I cut out before what I was going to say is I remember seeing you scream it. I think it was a panic at the Metro show and I was standing right in front of you and I was like, fuck. All right. Like I, the first time I probably really noticed it. And then what tour was it after that? I saw you at, it would have been your tour that you did up the East coast for yeah. your last single. Um, and I was just like, fuck, that's, oh, that's good shit. Dude, my I voice on that, better. my voice on that tour was the best it's ever been. And it was so good. Yeah. My voice on that tour was the worst. But it was funny, we were in the van, and it's like 10, We at one point we had like 10 people in the van, and um, me and Hayden are both doing our vocal warm-ups, so we do different vocal warm-ups, and we both got headphones yeah. in, so Hayden's going like, ah, and I'm being like, mommy, baby, and then there's music playing as well, and like everyone else in the van is just hating it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, Hayden, you, your voice was pretty cooked out to hey. Yeah, I got laryngitis. Um, That's pretty rough. Much. I, I'm pretty sure it was just from sitting in the van under air condition because, like, it was me, Dana, and Mark, and my little brother who got mm. a lift up, the fucking um, scabber. Uh, he yeah. got a lift up, and then... Not even worth it. Yeah, and then he... I think he went to the Brisbane show, and then he didn't go to another show on the run. He just was like, yeah, I'm going to go see Drake now. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, um, but, uh... Yeah, no, I was driving up, and it's like it's like twenty hours of driving or some shit like that, and yeah, um, yeah under aircon for all that time. I think I just kind of dried my shit out and get, yeah. made myself vulnerable to getting sick because I did the show, everything was sick, everything was sweet. Went to bed that night feeling good, and then I woke up the next morning and be like, oh, my voice feels a little bad, a little bit bad, and I was mm. like a little bit croaky, but I was kind of fine. I was like, I'm just gonna like stay silent for the rest of the day, and we should be okay. And then we get like i don't know like six hours into the drive or whatever and i'm like all right, i'm gonna try talking now see how it go and it's like nothing was coming out i'm like how did this oh, get shit. worse i've been fucking silent all day oh, fuck, um yeah. and yeah by that evening i was like i was like my voice was just fucked and i was like i need to like not do today and mm. i might not even be able to do tomorrow it was like it was pretty dire um i ended up buying a vaporizer in newcastle so yeah. Generally, like what what you want when you're on like vocal, like proper vocal recovery, and like you're trying to do like everything possible to get it good again, is you want to keep your vocal cords themselves hydrated, um, and you want to like not make any sound if possible. Um, and the only re- way to really like directly hydrate your vocal cords outside of drinking water is um, inhaling water vapor. Um, mm. And so you can get like a thing for it, and a bunch of vocalists have them. They're like a little like canister thing with like a face mask attached but in newcastle you know they're not going to have any kind of like you know yeah. niche yeah. um no, bro, you know recovery i don't like that they've got watermelon they've got grape blue ice 
the signal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a different thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> if only it were that simple. Um, so yeah, I got a Vix like vaporizer. So it's like you fill it up with water and it makes like water vapor. Mm. Um, I got a pump water bottle uh, and I took a knife to it, cut off the bottom. Got some gaffer tape, chucked it on top. Uh, I got the hose from Dana's bed pump. Dana, our photographer, oh. I probably should have mentioned. Um, yeah. Put that into the top of the drink bottle. Then I got a face mask from the chemist and attached that to the other end of the hose. And I had the most cursed-looking bong you've ever seen. And it was, it did the job. I was like, I essentially just like breathed water vapor for the next like you know thirty hours, or whatever. Slept mm. with the face mask on. Um, Colby from Headwreck, he was filling in for drums for a void, and he was like staying with us in Sydney, and he got like the most cursed photo of me in the world, like laying down in bed, arms by my side, <laughs> eyes closed with a face mask. Looks like on. he's in the ER. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, and yeah, we get to Sydney, uh, and I, I literally couldn't talk at all the day before. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, you heard me; I was I was fucked. Mm. And then um, we flew Tom from the motion below up because we weren't sure if I was even going to be able to sing. So, like, let's just mm. fly him up and see if he can at least fill in for the screams. Um, and then, yeah, we ripped the gig, and it was fucking sick. Um, Tom did an incredible job, and I actually kind of breeze through the set i was really surprised that i was able mm. to sing like at all um and yeah that was probably the best show of tour that show was that, that, that was, was like the most fun like we've definitely played a lot like heaps of bigger shows than that but that show was one of the most fun ones like, i, I think the vibes it was just like like how like absolute doom mindset i was being like mm. i can't sing like this is fucked and then having like Everyone just, like, kind of turn up and, like, have, like, a really good time. And, I don't know, the vibes were, like, really good. And I was just, yeah, stoked that we were able to make it work and actually be cool. Apart from the venue management. <laughs> oh, dude, the venue, the venue dude. did everything in their power to make that a fucking nightmare. Uh, Kelly on Kings. Don't fucking book him. Fuck you, dogs. Um, it was, like... I'm, like... What, like... Okay, so... We had, like, everything kind of sorted out. We, like, gave the venue everything that they needed to know. We get there, and the sound guys are like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. Because <laughs> like, they, like, had, like, another event going on downstairs. Like, we need like we need to do sound for both events. Like, how are we supposed to do this? They're, like, kind of getting oh upset at us. We're like, okay, um, we literally have had this organized for months. Figure it yeah. out, cunt. Like, Cause this, I don't care. This is in January. We booked it in no- the start of November, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're, like, just being painful about that. Then they're, like, we're, like, you know, setting up drums and stuff. And uh, the sound tech's like, so you're going to need to play your drums at 50% power um, <laughs> because uh, the speakers can't drive loud enough, which was bullshit. Because we, we started sound checking. We're like, you need to turn everything up. You need to turn everything up. We're like, we can't, we can't, we can't. And then we eventually bullied them into turning the volume up, and it was fine. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. Now, now it sounds good, you fucking idiots. We didn't bully um, them. We were just like, bro, just turn it up. Like, we, yeah. we, we were very pleasant. We're like, oh, we weren't, we weren't mean. And I'm, I'm being, I'm being like uh, over the top here just because I'm pissed at him because they suck. <laughs> but uh, like, we, we got there and we got it sounding good. We're like, okay, we're finally good to go. And then we're like, okay, cool. Where's our door person? Doors are in like uh, ten minutes. That's all no I thought. No fucking was door dodgy. person. We're trying to get in, and I'm like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. So <laughs> waiting. <laughs> so I was pretty much the tour manager. Um, and I, I went down to the bar downstairs four separate times asking about it. Fuck, that's... So I think the door person came 45 minutes after doors were meant to go. And then 
And then they're like, they're like, oh, but you guys can't run overtime because we've got other stuff on. So like, this needs to go on time. It's like, what the fuck are you talking? about? going to be on time if we can't even let people in the fucking room. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> also, we didn't get. We got one ticket update the entire the entire time from when yeah, tickets went on sale to the show. So I don't care who I piss off. Fuck that venue. We didn't know who. We didn't know how many people were going to show up because the first update we got was like a week after ticket sales started, and it was like fifteen tickets. So for all we knew. We were going to have 15 people there. <laughs> good turnout oh, man. Oh, dude, it was nice. Yeah. The room was packed. I really like it. It's a bummer that you said that because uh, I really like that venue. Like, in regards to once and not, once we got in, dude, like, I felt like it was a pretty good absolutely. space. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. If, if it weren't for the way that, like, that entire situation was run, I had no complaints. Like, the room was super cool. The sound was cool. Yeah. Like, the vibe was, like, really good. Like, the bar itself is, like, actually really nice. Like... I, like, there's nothing wrong with the venue. It's just the people that were running it didn't give a fuck and yeah. made it very clear to us they didn't give a fuck. Um, hopefully, it, yeah. hopefully it improves and more bands can play there because Sydney needs yeah, some absolutely. cool small rooms. Yeah. yeah, like, that's, like, one of the best rooms that I, I've seen in Sydney, at least for that size. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but the opening band, I want to quickly shout it out. <laughs> How good are they? I love that band. <laughs> Bro, Satellites or Satellite? Man, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna just punish for a second here, Dylan. I'm pretty sure right now is making. Um, He's playing FIFA, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty, actually. Um, but yeah, the guy's like fifty-fifty on whether he's gonna make that record or um play Call of Duty for eight days straight. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but if he if he makes the songs, they'll probably be my favorite release for the next three years, hands down. I fucking love that band. Dave, I was telling you as soon as like. I saw yeah. them, I was like, this band, you're going to love, like, they need to play more shows because they're so good. Um, I was talking to Dylan and he's like, I fucking hate choruses. I'm not putting a chorus in any <laughs> of my songs. And I'm like, I fucking love you, bro. Just I, was name. Such a I was like, I saw the name, like, I'm in. Yeah. Just, yeah, we asked them to yeah. play the tour and they were like, oh, I'm getting married in like a week, bro. So not really going to happen. I'm like, fair. That's fair. They were good. They, um, I hope they play more shows because, like, yeah, I, I just Sydney music's really good. I think the more and more I go out and see Sydney bands, like, there's a lot of good shit there. Just need to do more gigs, but yeah, is this is there's not many rooms to do it. It's like no. you either play the Vertican or like where else is small? Is there any other? Yes, yeah, Hi-Fi. You got like Chippo, I guess. Chippo's not yeah, small, not massive, isn't it? How big is that? I don't, I don't know. It's like a minimum. They want you to sell a minimum of like two hundred tickets. For a Friday or Saturday Ooh. night, yeah, yeah, because like for, for like realistically for small bands, like you need you need like 100, 150 cap rooms to yeah. to like actually make sense to do like small yeah. scale gigs, especially now that internationals are coming back. Like, there's no opening slots or smaller shows really happening. It's like yeah. only really big shows and like the the bands that are against support, like like essentially for small bands, we just needed to make our own scene of like bands mm. and like kind of grow from there. Um, and yeah, it's really hard in Sydney. I feel like. Yeah. No, I feel it. It's um, yeah, it's rough. But um, no, that was a really good show. I'm glad you guys thought it was good because I think, like a few of the boys, we went up to Newey as well, and I thought that was a really special show as well. I know there was like no real vocals on the night, but I thought that was just like a lot of fun. And then the next night was like the other extreme, and I think everyone just had a sick time. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. Dude, the whole band hated Newey except me. <laughs> Yui was like, look, I, I I get it, but fuck, it was, it was, it was, I've never been to a show like that. It was like, <laughs> exactly. I would like, 
I was so hyped for that show as well. I was like, this is going to be my favorite show of the run. And yeah. to not be able to play it, I was like, I was pretty devo. I was just like, this is literally the worst case scenario. Like, if I could have had any show where my voice worked, it would have been this one. Yeah. But, you know, you get what you get. Um, and then you finish off that run in Melbourne. Your voice was, how was it on the Melbourne? Like, did you feel like you were kind of back to normal or was it still a bit rough? Um, like, I wasn't 100%, but I was able to do the set solo and it was like, like, it was fine. Like, I think I probably sang better than I did last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, it was, I, I kind of like, I felt like, um, like especially because we like sold out as well. I was just like, it's fine. Like, whatever whatever happens, like, I feel like if I come at this with like a good mindset, it'll be good. And then, yeah, I think we smashed it. It was a, it was a good show. Um, the room was like super sick as well because no one really played the Cactus Room before. It's like a underplayed especially for like heavy bands like very underplayed mm. venue um because yeah. it's essentially just like a big square room that's mm. like 130 cap and but like 130 cap they literally mean like you can have 130 people standing here and that's it no one can move there's Shit. like <laughs> it's literally just like shoebox but um that was so sick it was yeah. Very, very fucking cool. And then having Keepsake in that room as well was... Oh, dude, cool. insane. Yeah, Keepsake are great. No, they suck. Josh is keep a... Keep suck. Yeah, keep suck, yeah. Keep um, suck. <laughs> Josh, as a front man, like, he's just... He's so wild. He's so much fun to watch. And, like, in a, in a small room like that, that's, like, where he gets to shine, I think. It's very, yeah. very cool. Um, yeah, he's got the most energy of anyone I think I've ever seen play live. And then, but then he's so mild mannered. Like he stops, he stops saying, "He's like, all oh, right, guys." The kindest guy. <laughs> Can you just let me catch my breath for a minute? Yeah, I've got um, I've got like the full because I was filming the music video for them at Parish Fest for the new track. Yeah, and it's before they get into that new song, and he's catching his breath, and Chris just tells Kofi to like start the song. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just go, <laughs> fuck him." Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was a good day. Um, yeah, big ups hockey for that. We one. we were so close to ripping a secret set at Parish. Oh. Uh, you know, I just was thinking about it because I saw you early, and I'm like, "Fuck, there's a chance." I mean, but it would have been fun, but I don't, there wasn't enough time. Yeah, the first band would have had to start like at three o'clock, and like if something went wrong, then we would be screwing over the other bands, which we don't want to do yeah. as like a late edition. So we agreed it was like it would have been cool, but it wasn't for the best, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah with hockey. We've got to see Better Half, though, so that, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> year made. I fucking love Better Half so much. I, like, I, like, I punish Chris, like, you know, once a week, being like, give me what I fucking want. Give me the record. <laughs> give it to me now. <laughs> Those new songs are so good. Yeah, they're really good. Can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Actually, the, the merch guy from Keepsake was putting up some smoke and mirrors for you guys. Because uh, our mate Nick came over from Western oh, Australia right. and he was quizzing him about the about the cards and the QR code and he's like, oh yeah, it's like Tony's filming a music video, maybe it's for that, maybe it's for like it. And so Nick comes running back. He's like, Alira and Keepsake are doing a split. <laughs> this is what the link's about. Oh, that would actually that's be not so a bad sick. idea. <laughs> that's not a bad idea at all. I didn't even think about that, but that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, we did the Alira Cherish splits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not really. We already had a song. They, yeah, song. Like, like, oh, let's just put it on a CD. Like, uh, a big CD. Yeah. I was just like, I want Cherish on record. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cherish are fucking sick, though. Yeah, they're so good, too. Um, 
Yeah, anything Chris North touches. Yeah. Because you guys played that show with them as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm itching to see them live. I do. You should. They're mad. Yeah. Wait till like, I think get- they actually... I think they played the same night in Sydney that you were playing. <laughs> I was like, I've got to go to Lyra. Yeah, no, they did. Cause I, uh... Chris did both. So he played the Cherish set oh, at right, Terminal yes. Sleep and then came to our show and played the Keepsake set. That's right, because Keepsake played later, yeah. I think, that night and they did the night before. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But, yeah, um, incredible. So, I mean, in regards to shows, you've got the Haraway shows, you've got that Bad Juju Bad show Juju. coming up. The Haraway show will be good. It'll be good to see boys in Sydney again. Yeah, we're keen to come back. It's um, I don't know. I feel like every time that we get to go into them, like we get to come across like new people. It's yeah. um, yeah, it's it's super fun. And Sydney's always been really nice to us. Yeah, and yeah. Oxford Arts Gallery is, I believe, which is it's a nice room. I really like playing there. I've never been there. I've, been to the I've never played there. there. I really like going there as a punter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sweet. Well, fuck, that's going to be an awesome tour. And you got to Adelaide for that too, right? Yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, first time Adelaide. First time. We'll see if it's... It's easy to see if you've got people that, like... The street. <laughs> it's easy to tell if you've got people who, like, know you in Adelaide? Or is it, is it hard to kind of get that info? We've got at least... At least five, Spotify I think. Spotify tells us... Spotify tells us, like, the stats. Hold on. I can actually find out how many people in Adelaide are listening to our band. <laughs> right now, it's not that many because we're off cycle. So, uh, when this comes out, maybe there'll be a couple more. But what does Spotify say? Spotify for artists. Looking at my stats. Trying to fill the dead air. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea to do on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was going to say we've got, like, people from Adelaide that have come to Melbourne shows and been like, oh, you need to come to Adelaide. Those are the people I was... Oh, yeah. I was talking about real people, not numbers, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll 44. bring a friend each. Mate, 44? that's 44 listeners this month. Last 28 days, 44. That's more than I thought they'd be. That's, that's good. That's like yeah. all of Adelaide. That is all <laughs> I reckon. I reckon we'll get four come for us in Adelaide, but there'll be that's a good awesome. four. But yeah, I'm keen to, see, um, keen to see Keith's on the way down and Tinley Street Mall. Should be good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rundle Mall. Oh, that, Rund- Rundle that's Mall. what I was thinking of, Rundle. I don't know where I got Hindley yeah. Street from. I don't even know. And we gotta we gotta jump on one of those buses that turns into trains. Oh uh, no, you gotta get on the what? you gotta get on the aqueduct, the bus that turns into a boat. A boat. Yeah, I mean the the bus boat. But no, they've got <laughs> so they've got these they've got these things where it's like a it's a bus and then it gets to like this like weird looking station and there's like tram lines on the ground. Really? And then like all of a sudden the bus is on rails and you're like, What the fuck is going on? This doesn't look like road anymore what is happening and you look down you can see there's rails in the ground you're like what it's insane right. <laughs> are you adelaide's incredible are you sure you just didn't pick up the pipe last time you're in adelaide no no like <laughs> this is no because I, I i caught the tram bus thing on the way to the guy with the pipe and the shot so like no i joke I didn't look that up because I don't remember seeing that in Adelaide, but I was actually kind of mad. <laughs> I'm Googling train bus Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. I'm telling you, it's real. I didn't make it up. Um, ah, yeah, Adelaide for the first time. Yeah, no, it, it does exist. The, it's called the, it's called the, <laughs> really? it's called the O-Barn. Yeah, that's it. Oh, shit, look at that. That's wild. <laughs> it's it's insane. I'm like, why does this ha- why does this have to exist? It's incredible. 
That's but so apparently it works pretty weird. well because I guess like they get to do like bus lines that skip traffic because they're on their own lines. So it's not as good as the um the infinite free tram zone that Melbourne has though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get on in the free tram zone and then you get off wherever you want. Yeah, and it's still a free. <laughs> it's still tram free. Zone. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was in the I was in the city with Hayden I think and we're getting on the tram and he's like oh this is the free tram zone and I was like brother. Everywhere is the free tram zone. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even in Melbourne, yeah, when, um, even in Melbourne, like, people don't tap onto buses. But in Sydney, like, the bus driver will give you a big dirty and, like, I was scared to not tap on in Sydney for buses and stuff. But in yeah. Melbourne, everyone just walks on. I um, I started catching the bus because uh, it's just too expensive doing short Ubers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the buses in Sydney. Like, just travel in Sydney is wild. Like, I miss a tram. Sydney's too spread out. I mean, I've got my thoughts. So I don't want to rant about Sydney too much, but fuck, I do miss Melbourne. Yeah, no, Melbourne's getting around Sydney sucks. Yeah, the boys always yeah. make me drive whenever we go to Sydney. Dude, the, the roads are cooked. Dave knows. He's like, why do you, you get so rage angry? out, Tony? You rage out on the roads? Nah, Phil rages so bad. <laughs> I white knuckled all, all the way, like <laughs> ev- whenever on the road, it's fucked. Nah, because I grew, I grew up in, I spent my whole life in Sydney, so like, I know how shit it is. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if I was gonna, if, yeah. I, you can't just rage out every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't have a car anymore, so it's good. I don't, I don't have to drive. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's just. Uh, I don't understand any of it, but this isn't a me complaining about Sydney Pod. It could be. We could fix that. <laughs> that's rough. I mean, I bring it up anyway, every week anyway, don't I, Dave? So yeah, you do. That's right. I'll come back to Melbourne one day, I think. Yeah, that's oh. right, Daniel. Um, fuck, what else you guys got on? Anything you want to plug? I guess before we kind of start to wrap things up, it's getting late. I don't want to keep you boys too long. Um, yeah, past bedtime. Yeah, new Alira track. Definitely check that out when it drops. Um, it's going to, well, when it already has dropped. Um, that one's going to be only on YouTube for the first little bit. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, YouTube exclusive, yeah. Um. So watch the video because we don't get enough clicks on those things. I was gonna say, is this, is this it, Tony? Is Tony got like a, a gun there, Hayden, being like, "I'm I'm doing the video. Everyone needs to see it." Dude, you know it's you know. Nah, this is you know it's part of a grander scheme. Come on, you know how we work. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, we're we're just trying new shit out, man. It's, it's like how many clues are in that video? I need to keep an eye out for to screenshot certain frames and like change the contrast to get some like secret messaging or something. <laughs> Yeah, well, the song's already out, so if uh, if you haven't already checked it out, check it out and um, maybe suss out the video description. Yeah. Um, nice. Crack the code, baby. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, other things to plug, we've got, yeah, that show coming up at the end of April, so that'll be Bad Juju, Outloved, Alira, Virgie Bam Room, Miss Daygold. It's going to be sick. Probably going to sell yeah. out, buy a ticket, because um, it's only, yeah. it's only yeah, 200 cap, and like, out. two sick bands and us... What's the, oh, what's the cap at Stagol? Oh, Stagol's like 450. 450, yeah. right. If you want to pull the curtain across, it's a bit less, but yeah. <laughs> you're not fooling anyone. No. Um, that show should be sick. The tour with Haraway um, in May. The dates are in May, in the second half yeah. of May. <laughs> yeah, we've got another tour that's going to come up, uh, I think in August. We haven't done... With, like, that, that is something we're working on, so if you're going to be around if you're going to be in in australia in august (laughs) if you're you're not if you're going to be in australia but not in perth or darwin then yeah come back out (laughs) 
Oh, fuck, that's exciting. And then big. Yeah, and, that's it. Is more music? Am I allowed to ask about that? Is there more music coming this year, do you reckon? Or are you, you're not sure yet? Oh, you know. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Look, if um, we're not going to make you guys wait a year for new music again, we'll say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> nice. Um, but was it been that long since you last released the EP to the single? Yeah, dude. It was exactly a year. Shit. Yep. Oh, actually, I did know that. Because it was, the, yeah, it was it's my birthday. Yeah, it was like a year and one day. Yeah. Is that your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck. Um, well, um, otherwise, we'll just plug our mates, plug Lost Soul Bookings, um, Stiff Gut Records, Make Merch. Um, head record short. Yeah, head record short. Head record short. <laughs> Keepsake is sick. Actually, I did ask, did you guys plan on dropping a single in the same week as head rec? Like, was that a thing you both spoke about? Oh, like, I definitely told Connor, like, what day we were dropping. He's like, you're a fucking cunt. I'm like, yeah. And then, <laughs> but, you know, they dropped their single before that the same day as Alara. So I think they're just, like, they're trying to chase our coattails and they got it wrong the last time. Like, yeah. Connor, just, Connor <laughs> just can't spell. And he's like, oh, you a Leary single on this day. I'm short. And then they just fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Fuck. Sweet. I'm, I'm good, Dave. You got any questions? No, I'm all good. I was just going to say I love the banter between... Like Hedrack Alira, like it's a, it's fucking good to see because a lot of bands take themselves pretty seriously, and I know yeah, you guys take and a lot of stuff seriously, but yeah, it's good to see the banter. I mean, like we, someone's got to put them in their place. They've got big egos, and um, <laughs> they need to be checked. You know, that Brisbane sun is getting to their head, uh, and it's not very far from the ground that head either. So, um. <laughs> yeah, but um, that was a fun tour actually. Yeah. Yeah. All the time in the world for those guys. Yeah. Um, well, fuck, thank you. you know, I mean, you guys are also, you're the first yeah, band to come so. on the pod, so we really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, being our first. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, so we've got a few more coming up soon, but um, yeah, you guys were the first, so we do appreciate it. Um, you're just yeah. taking all Matt Farrow's work, aren't you? Oh, well, <laughs> I can't believe he's, he's, caught, he's caught it a day. I can't believe it. I messaged him straight I away. Like, what are you doing, mate? You I felt bad though. Send you a gift of passing the torch. Every time, every time I saw, every time I saw him, I was like, "When's the next episode coming?" I'm waiting, and I felt bad now because he put that post up saying there's too much pressure. <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck!" I felt bad, but yeah. That's why you got to double down on the bullying. That's how you get people to do what you want them to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I actually really want to. I'm just like way too busy. Like between between this band getting married, like other shit, like. I was just like, I literally like doing this campaign because I do all of the stuff for making the, to make things happen and to mm. be in order. And like, I manage the whole thing. And so doing that while organizing a wedding, bad fucking idea. Don't do it. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I make all the social media posts ahead of time and I'm just be like, just post it at the right time and don't fuck it up, please. Thanks. Bye. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel for Dave. That's what kind of I, tr- I tried to do in, in this whole like thing, but it's really Dave doing all, all the heavy lifting in the back. So I feel a bit bad, but yeah, yeah, that's okay. Corey that's writes fine. a bunch of the music, and if he wants to complain about stuff, I'll just be <laughs> like, "Shut up! This is my job. Yeah, you have your job. I have my job. Leave me alone." Yeah. 
Oh, because <laughs> I'm in charge. Shut up. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I think we've got some good ones, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Sweet. Well, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, teams, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, thank you for having us on, guys. No, thank you. Yeah, the single's great. I mean, hopefully to kind of get a lot of clicks on that YouTube, but uh, yeah, can't wait to see you boys play live again. No, we'll be see- Yeah, we'll see you there soon. Absolutely. Right, see ya. See you, boys. Cheers, bye. bye. So that was a lot of fun. I still can't believe we rec- we had interviewed a band just there, but fuck, that was fun. Yeah, what a great time. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, Tony, Tony and Hayden. Um, yeah, go check out their their thing. single out today. Yeah, go and check out the single. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, leave a review, and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps us a lot with the show rankings, all that kind of stuff, and exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. I've also launched the uh, Press Conference Society Facebook group. I promise you it's not always going to be like my personal Twitter feed. It will evolve. <laughs> We're just working on some things. You know, big things coming. That's how we yep. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we love the feedback. So if there's something you liked or didn't like about the episode, let us know. Uh, yeah, we, we just want to talk music and that's why we started this. So this is a, a big step forward for us. And yeah, uh, yeah we, we love having you guys. All right. So you are, we'll get another episode coming out tomorrow, don't we? We'll see you then. (laughs)